panel of outside experts under the Supreme Prosecutor's Office that reviewed this uh, suspected prosecution press collusion case recommended that the uh, investigation into the senior prosecutor in question, Han Dong-hun, who allegedly tried to uh, frame a liberal pundit by the name of Yu Shimin for corruption, uh, that investigation to be suspended. On the other hand, they advised that the prosecution... Uh, who was continuing the probe into the journalist, that they gave the all clear for in terms of pursuing uh, that indictment. Uh, in addition to this, a, the team of prosecutors looking into the case announced yesterday that uh, they object to a court ruling that judged the uh, process for this confiscation of the reporter's smartphone and lap, uh, laptop was unlawful. So uh, a lot of things going on right now currently in what is known in the uh, Korean meter as the Common uh, Yuchak uh, scandal. We're talking about uh, figures that have now become almost household names like Han Dong-hun, the uh, uh, prosecutor who is known to be a close confidant of the uh, prosecutor general Yoon seok yeol and of course this Channel A reporter Lee Dong-jae and of course the uh, well-known uh, pundit Yoo Shin-min uh, tying in to this wider picture of a uh, bad Battle going on. Perhaps this is a proxy battle in this war between Justice Minister Chumye and uh, Prosecutor General Yoon Seok Yeol. So uh, a lot to discuss here and try to unpack. And helping us do so is Hongik University's College of Law Professor Choi Young. Professor uh, Cho, hello. Good morning. Good morning. So we hear quite a bit about these um, com- independent committees that uh, weigh in on uh, cases. It's, it's recently been a bit of a trend with the uh, Lee Jae-yong situation. Uh, we had some Lee Dong-jae also. Lee Dong-jae's situation. And now uh, this, what has been deemed to be controversial because it's uh, being perceived by some who uh, support uh, prosecutorial reform as being giving uh, Han Dong-hun, this person who has now become infamous, uh, tied into all of this, a bit of a free pass. I'm not sure whether you share that uh, perception, but what was your overall response to the committee's recommendation? To the recommendation itself, I found it quite puzzling in two respects. Uh, the first is that they recommended that the investigation into the the prote- prose- sorry the reporter should continue. Uh, they didn't see any problem with that. But then they said... Uh, that the the investigation should stop into the prosecutor Han Dong Hun. Right. So it's it reminded me of another case that involved Lee Jae Yong and Samsung Group and uh, the former president Park Geun Hye and how one of the courts um, in the bribery case found that there was uh, acceptance of bribery uh, payment but there was no payment actually made by anybody. Mm. And so, you know, this is an issue of collusion between the prosecution and the media to frame somebody, as you said. And, you know, when there's a collusion, you need two parties to do that. You can't collude with yourself, right? (laughs) Right, So if you are saying that there is something fishy, you know, about one party, well, you it's natural to investigate what the other party did. So how can you say, well, investigate this party, but leave that party alone? Um, so that's one puzzling part. Okay. And the second is the fact that they uh, called for the investigation to stop when it hadn't even really started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is actually sufficient sort of, you know, facts that have been uncovered to... Uh, you know, raise lots of questions. And so in those two aspects, I found the committee's recommendation very puzzling. Okay. 
Uh, but similarly, because a few weeks back we were talking about that controversial decision to uh, uh, for for the the court to not extradite the infamous uh, uh, child pornography mm-hmm. uh, ring head, the website uh, operator mm-hmm. of that, and, and you you talked about there were nuances in the judge's reasoning uh, for that, and so I was just hoping that there was some kind of legal justification that you could see where they're coming from with with um, why we exclude <laughs> Han Dong-un and why we say that it's okay. I'm afraid to pre- not. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's cutting. evident okay, to me so in this, this case. This is very just a puzzling yeah. uh, decision yeah. then by them. Uh, we've gone over uh, what this uh, media collusion uh, case has been, but just you know, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, there was a bombshell report, uh, uh, a scoop by NBC News right before the um, parliamentary elections on April 15th that disclosed this effort that was ongoing with this Channel A reporter, Lee Dong-jae, and this, at the, uh, at the time, unnamed senior prosecutor who has a... Um, subsequently been known uh, to be Han Dong-hun to collude to try to pressure this uh, person who was already in prison by the name of Lee Chal, who headed this fund that uh, they wanted him to uh, provide testimony that somehow uh, Yu Shimin, this popular pundit who at the time was um, hosting a very popular uh, YouTube uh, show known as Alileo, and he was really on the forefront of um, talking about prosecutorial reform and kind of uh, uh, throwing some daggers at Yoon Seok-yeol and overall uh, in, in the whole Joguk situation as well. Right, uh, we yes. got to bring this guy down, mm-hmm. and there was talk about all of mm-hmm. that. Uh, this led to uh, perhaps a dismantling of those plans uh, ahead of the uh, April 15th election, so it did not have the electoral effect that perhaps they allegedly wanted. Right. So, so they really wanted uh, this sort of confession uh, by uh, this person called Lee Chol, who was, as you say, already in, in custody for some other uh, crime that he was supposed to have committed. Um, and uh, You know, NBC's report was that this was basically a, uh, a, a an attempt to frame Yu Shimin uh, uh, for bribery and corruption uh, issues. And again, you know, it struck me that perhaps this was a case of you know the law of instruments or the law of golden hammer. So um, Maslow said, if you have the only tool, if if the only tool that you have is a hammer, then every problem you see is a nail. And so. Um, both Han Dong-hun and also actually Yoon Song-ryeol made their names as uh, prosecutors for uh, investigating corruption cases against high-level uh, officials and other public figures. And I think, you know, for someone like, for prosecution, uh, to, for I think it's it's almost as if they believe that, you know, People in high places in Korea cannot uh, be free of certain kind of, you know, acts of, you know, corruption just because of the way things are done, you know, in certain places. And so um, we have seen this in uh, Han Myung-suk case as well, where they try to pressure uh, a an inmate who's already serving time to uh, you know uh, provide confession with re- with regard to some other case that would actually be helpful for the prosecution and so it seemed at the time like a classic uh, you know page out of the playbook book mm-hmm. for for the prosecution for gathering evidence but what went awry I think is that Yushimin never actually you know. 
um, at least in this particular case. Um, I mean, I would say that he would certainly probably wouldn't have in any case. Okay. But, <laughs> but um, you know, he had nothing to worry about. So he didn't stop uh, criticizing, right? And so their plan didn't quite go to according to how they thought uh, it would play out. And so... Um, and then, you know, NBC actually explo- exposed everything. And so uh, they are now suddenly uh, on the back foot. And perhaps it had to do with the fact that the reporter who was involved in it was, is uh, still actually quite young. And so perhaps, That was the other question because he wasn't uh, considered one of the so-called senior prosecutor beat reporters who right. necessarily would be privy to have the uh, access to all the high-level people, but it seems like he was utilized as a, as a tool for this one outlet to kind of spread that message. Yes, and apparently he had actually scored a number of um, exclusives, right. uh, you know, in terms of reporting news. And uh, it seems that um, in most of those cases, uh, the sources would have been coming from within the prosecution. So somehow, uh, one way or another, he managed to cultivate a very good relationship with the uh, prosecution office. And so although he was young, um, he, they perhaps thought that he was a good you know, <laughs> yeah. person to utilize in this case. Um, but perhaps it could be that his ex- inexperience uh, ended up Um, sort of making missteps for him. This is not part of our written questions, but it's sort of a follow-up to what you're just describing here is uh, this this would seem then, just from a strategic kind of Game of Thrones type of uh, play, uh, a a bit of a misstep by the prosecution. And it almost kind of... uh, belies a bit of hubris on, on their part uh, to, to try to go this extra step, a, pretty, a bit of a risky move to, to even be exposed with this. And I'm wondering if that uh, feeling of being emboldened to even take this risky step to try to target Yushimin was what they perceived to have been the relative success of what they mm. were able to do to Choguk and his family. Mm. And, you know, there, there was certainly a, a polarized reaction to this. And we saw millions of people take to the streets to protest the pros- prosecutors at the time mm-hmm. in, in front of Seocheodong. But they may have felt, look, we were pretty effective in, in bringing this guy down and besmirching his reputation. Uh, we can do this again successfully uh, with Yu Shimin, who we feel to be a thorn on our side. I, I'm just wondering if that might have led to some of these missteps that, again, just in the calculated chess play, they, they took a little bit a step too far. I am sh- certain that that's what they thought because it, this is a play that has worked time and right, again in right. the past. You mentioned you know. Han Myun-suk, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And there are numerous other cases uh, and, the, and probably unknown cases as well where the prosecution had successfully uh, essentially sort of, you know, um, manufactured evidence that is uh, to um, that, w- that would actually frame up in somebody who is not actually guilty of that 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 particular conduct, it might be that the prosecution justified themselves by saying, well, you know, it can't be that these people are innocent. (laughs) They must have done something. It's simply that we can't find the evidence to prove that particular, you know, act. Uh, And so, uh, but it's still right that, you know, these people should be prosecuted. It it could be that, you know, they they are just so uh, wrapped up uh, in 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 that sort of particular goal of you know um, proving that this person uh, did actually do something something wrong, and they are so certain that they did something wrong that they didn't hesitate to you know, go you know that mile to manufacture evidence yeah. to prove that. You're you're it's it's a very interesting analogy because you're you're basically we are uh, in in terms of I guess trying to give benefit of the doubt if we mm. ascribe. 
noble motives uh, to these people, these these senior prosecutors, prosecutor generals, of what they think is the duty they have to the country is what they are doing is... In terms of the question of guilt or innocence, they Mm. are already ascribing guilt to these people that they believe to be all inherently corrupt and and bad people. So it is almost like writing the conclusion of the novel Mm. at the end Mm. and then just filling in the details of the plot and the character developments uh, beforehand. And that involves maybe pressuring people like Yi Chal or the other person, Han Mano, in the case of uh, Han Myung Suk, to to get the tech. uh, It might be not what exactly we wanted, but... mm -hmm. That is going to help us uh, kind of a means to an end. Right. So, so, you know, they already know what the outcome is and they just need to reach that outcome. And uh, it's a very much goal-oriented approach. Uh, and, you know, um, sort of that kind of principle of me, ju- and the ends justifies the means kind of thing. And so, uh, but that's not what the prosecution should be doing, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the process is as much important as, important as the end itself. So... Well, I think it's interesting in the sense that uh, Yu Shimin, uh, very famously, uh, towards the end of the um, campaign period of the general elections and uh, the parliamentary elections, basically said, I'm done being a political pundit. I'm yeah. not going to mm-hmm. be uh, voicing my opinion on mm-hmm. matters of politics anymore going mm-hmm. forward for, for a different reason. But mm-hmm. he did come out recently uh, at a radio interview uh, with NBC and talked about this specific case. And he kind of made clear, I'm not coming back as a pundit, but this is a case directly affecting me. So I'm just talking as sort of a fact witness to this. He uh, kind of outlined what he thought. And he kind of said the same things you said. He said, you know, it could be reasonable for um, someone like Han Dong-hun to actually maybe believe that there was something corrupt going on because he did have an acquaintance with Ichal and he mm-hmm. did appear in various, uh, I guess, uh, seminars or, or uh, events mm-hmm. uh, with him. And so there was a relationship there. So there could be some kind of reasonable sort of suspicion. But he did talk about how they were going into the uh, Nomuhan Foundation's um, bank accounts right. and, and mm-hmm. looking into things. Mm-hmm. And some he's suspecting to be maybe even e- illegal surveillance of the, the bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he believes that uh, this is not a lone wolf Han dong uh, situation, mm-hmm. that he thinks that the top guy in charge, Prosecutor General, Yun Seo-yeol is actually directly involved in this case. Are those reasonable suspicions you think that he has? Do you know, if it had come from somebody else, you know, anyone else other than Yu Shimin, I might have dismissed it as being, you know, some kind of conspiracy theory. But because it comes from Yu Shimin, I'm actually, you know, uh, keeping an open mind. Okay. Uh, and, um, you know, perhaps there might be a grain, grain of truth to what he says because Yu Shimin is, as you say, uh, you know, possibly the the best known uh, liberal pundit, um, and he also has an incredible amount of actual experience as politician and as as you know uh, operator in this scene, and so he really knows the nooks and crannies yeah. of our you know the the systems of power in our society and all the shady corners <laughs> of that structure, uh, and so. Um, I wouldn't necessarily dismiss what what he uh, says. And it's also hard for me to believe that Yun Song-yeol never had any knowledge of it. He may not have actively directed it, um, but for Han Dong-un to actually act on his own without mentioning it at all uh, or even indicating it to Yun Song-yeol, given their close relationship, and the way that Yun Song Yeol actually acted afterwards, uh, after you know um, the investigation started into uh, this case, led me to think that you know perhaps he did know something uh, mm. beforehand. If that is the case, doesn't mm. that uh, 
just from the optics point of view, uh, put Yoon Seok-yeol in a more negative light in the sense that he has had this very public battle with Chumye about mm. who should be in control of this investigation. Chumye wants the sole cent- uh, central district prosecutors who have been looking into the case, investigating, uh, and she has more trust in the people she's appointed there to be able to handle this case, whereas uh, Yoon Seung-yeol actually initially wanted the Supreme uh, Prosecutor's Office to be in charge of this case. Eventually, the standoff led to Yoon Seung-yeol, I-, I suppose, backing down somewhat, but the fact that if he was directly involved, that makes mm. it even uh, look even worse for him that uh, he attempted that kind of a political maneuver. Right. No, so, you know, even with um, Watergate, the reason why Nixon resigned was, wasn't because of, uh, you know, the fact that he actually ordered something illegal to be done, but the fact that he actually tried to cover it up right. afterwards. The cover-up right? is so, worse than the crime is the right. cliche, right? So with Yoon Sung yeol as well, you know, had, had he simply let the investigation go ahead into the case initially, I don't think it would have blown up to this extent. Uh, Chumye stepped in uh, mainly because Yoon Sung yeol essentially obstructed the, the normal investigation to you know take place and he kind of tried to shove it you know um, sideways to you know initially to the human rights uh, part of the prosecution office and then to the audit office but then he actually tried to kind of emasculate the audit uh, office's inquiry etc and so so you know, He's acting suspicious for somebody who uh, who claims not to you know, have done anything anything wrong, and um, the committee's recommendation seems to bolster on its surface uh, Yun Song Yeol's position. But overall, I think he has been uh, very much compromised, mainly because of the way he tried to cover up and mm. try to obstruct the initial investigation. Which is ironic, considering he is by far uh, the most popular conservative opposition candidate for some kind of future presidential run right now if we look at the polling but we do talk about how he has been damaged politically here in Mm. this sort of uh kind of maneuvering that's been going on between justice minister uh justice minister chumie and and as what we've known so far is that justice minister chu is no kind of um kind of uh kind of weak person who will back down from any of these challenges if anything she is willing to take the fire and the criticism and fight fire with even fiercer fire so where do you think this goes forward after the committee's recommendation the uh, Seoul central prosecutor's office saying that uh, they don't accept the the the, the uh, recommendations uh, at first hand i guess there's still a lot of skepticism and cynicism that this is actually going to lead to anything um in terms of a a solid conviction or a fair investigative process uh, do you do you share that pessimism well the investigation team has certainly opposed to uh, and sort of objected to the recommendation by the committee and i really hoped that the you know remembering that the committee's recommendation is just that a recommendation only that it doesn't have a binding p- uh, power so i hope the investigation still does go a- ahead uh, as to how it's going to play out um Certainly, they will still have to investigate, uh, but they haven't been able to do any forensic examination of the the crucial evidence, which is the handphone of Han Donghun. Uh, and there was another court ruling which said that the the um, the confiscation of uh, reporters, you know, smartphone and laptop was uh, not quite to uh, right, you know, appropriate, etc. And so I see, you know, lots of obstacles in in the path of the investigations. Um, uh, uh, in the future, but I, I do hope that we still get to the bottom of what actually happened because we are talking about an attempt to compromise an election, which is a serious, yeah. serious, you know, uh, issue, right? 
And uh, as you say, uh, a lot of people who have bitter memories of what happened to Han Myung-suk and a lot of these other political figures in the past are hoping to see that justice can be uh, done in this one particular case uh, regarding Yoon Seung-yeol. Professor Joe, as always, wonderful insights. Appreciate it and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.